0: Hello, and welcome to The Silver King's War. I'm Michael Severs, the writer, producer, and creator of this podcast series about my father's Second World War as a B-26 bombardier. Today, we conclude the letters from Maxwell Field in Montgomery, Alabama. As our hero, the Silver King is in the stretch run of his pre-flight training for pilot school. Stanley wrote to his family on Sunday, March Fourteenth, 1943. Dearest ones, if everything had gone according to schedule, I would have been with you now. I guess there's no use in complaining, though. Things could certainly be lots worse. What if I was stationed way out in California? Yes, we must be thankful for what we have. Anyhow, I'll be able to talk to you over the phone. As far as coming in next weekend, I don't want you to build up your hopes too high. This past week, I had the misfortune of receiving seven demerits from Lieutenant Hanley, and seven demerits means two tours. It was just another unlucky break for me. Four of the seven came from being room orderly on Thursday, and the remaining three came from being latrine orderly yesterday. The Thursday inspection was a surprise. That is, we had hardly expected him to come through the barracks. Consequently, the room wasn't as in good a shape as it should have been. It was just my luck to be the room orderly on that day. As for the three of yesterday, the gig was expected. Saturday inspection is always tough, and the latrine is always an automatic gig. Such are my breaks. Now, if I am allowed to walk the tours off before Saturday, then I'll be able to come in. But if I have to wait until Saturday, I'll never be able to make the 645 train. That's why I say don't count too much on my getting there. I'll try my best to make it, but at the present, I just can't promise anything. As soon as I know, I'll let you know. The quarantine will be lifted tomorrow, thank goodness. We weren't confined to our barracks altogether. That is, we went right on with our schedule, classes, etc. It was what they call a working quarantine. We carry on with the regular routine, with just our recreational privileges taken away. We weren't permitted to go to the rec hall or movie. However, this won't affect my calling you today, as I will use the phone in group headquarters. Friday night, when our open post was supposed to have been, I had to walk off two tours from my previous demerits. It wasn't too bad walking, as the night was warm and beautiful, and two hours isn't very long. The tours come from demerits of inspection and Being late to formation, it's just my luck to be room orderly on the day Lieutenant Hanley inspects. That week he inspected on a Friday. Army life, oh, Army life. It's a shame about Bluma, although I don't think she can obtain a divorce while Bob is in the Army. I'm pretty sure that's a congressional law. She should let it ride for the duration. I'm sorry about the pictures. It seems I can't take a good picture anymore. Do what you think is best. Keep the camera until I get home. I know who it belongs to. I received the watch, but he didn't fix it so good. Take care of yourselves and write soon. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you. Stan. Stanley continues to count the days before departure as he writes home on Tuesday, March sixteenth, 1943. "'Dearest ones, thanks so much for the swell box of candy and cakes. Believe me, it certainly tastes good, as you know how hungry I am all the time. Your thoughtfulness is appreciated beyond words. "'I'm terribly sorry I didn't get to call you Sunday,' Each time I tried to use the phone, the line seemed to be growing twice as long. Everyone was trying to call. Sunday was a very dull day. I spent all afternoon sitting in front of the barracks, watching the people on the outside go by, having a good time. It was a beautiful day, but that didn't help much. It surely would have made me feel a lot better to have been able to talk with you. The quarantine was lifted yesterday. There were no additional cases during the week, so our privileges have been restored. Tonight, I'm going to the movies just for a bit of relaxation. I still plan to be home this weekend, but as yet, I can't say for sure. I know I have tours to walk and don't know when I'll have to walk them. I should know by Thursday or Friday, and will let you know immediately. If it's too late to write, then I'll call. I'm afraid if I don't get to see you this weekend, it will be quite a while before I get another chance. The latest rumor is that we're shipping out from here Sunday, March 28th. Of course, there's no way of verifying this, but it does sound logical. We finish academic Saturday, March 27th, and our graduation ball is on the same night, So, you see, there could be some truth in it. I just hope I get home this weekend. I'm feeling fine, but just tired, per usual. The calisthenics are still getting the best of me. From the letters we've received from the fellows at Primary, it's paradise compared to this place. Thank God there is only two more days of this grind. No more news for now. I received a swell letter from Aunt Rose, We'll answer her soon. Give my love to Ida, take care of yourselves, and keep well. I love you and miss you, Stan. As our hero often writes, things don't go quite as planned, and on Sunday, March 21, 1943, he confirms it. Dearest ones, I'm terribly sorry things turned out in such an awful mess. I guess it's my own fault. I should have known better. Christ, it just seems I can't do anything right. Whenever I make plans, I might as well forget the whole thing. From now on, I shall take things as they come, instead of trying to look ahead. After walking my tours in the pouring rain last night, I went into town, bent on renting a car together with two other fellows to drive to Birmingham. It was 9.30 before we got there, and all the cars had been checked out we waited until 2 o'clock in the morning hoping one would come in but per usual i had no luck so we had to come back to the field i tried again this morning before i called you still no soap i wanted to tell you to come down but i knew it would be nonsense with all the rain to drive in for just a few hours wouldn't have been worth it besides With the dance being next Saturday night, I figure we will have the weekend off, and I will get to go home. It's true we'll be through next Sunday, but I hardly think we'll leave until sometime during the week. I'm not going into town today. The weather is too bad, and there's nothing to do there anyhow. I'll probably go to the movie here on The Post. Take care of yourselves and keep well. Love to Ida. Love Stan. Stanley writes his farewell from Maxwell Field on Wednesday, March 31st, 1943, in an ironic beginning. Dearest ones, as you can see, I'm still at Maxwell. There has been a delay in the shipping orders for some unknown reason. We didn't get to go as first scheduled, and it will be indefinite as to when we will leave. However, I'm positive it will be one day this week. To be frank with you, I'm not minding the delay at all. With nothing to do all day but sleep is a pleasure. We call it a furlough in the post. They crossed us up Monday and yesterday by making us take calisthenics. That really hurt, especially yesterday. It was terribly hot and we had a cross-country run. Besides, we've had open post the last two nights, which has made most of us dissipated. Today, though, all of us are going to Goldbrick. If they gig us, they will have to gig the whole squadron. I received a very nice box of cookies and candy from Aunt Sylvia. It was very sweet of her. No more news. I feel fine and getting plenty of rest. Keep well and take care of yourselves. Love to Ida. I love you and miss you, Stan. This is the end of the Maxwell Field Letters season, as our hero, the Silver King, prepares to leave for Lakeland, Florida, and pilot school. And you are listening to The Silver King's War.